Here's the best way to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe Part 4. Welcome back to Nerdist News and our very correct MCU viewing order. I'm Hector Navarro, and today it's our job to tell you how to watch things in order to experience the wins and defeats alongside your favorite Marvel superheroes. Previously on Nerdist News, if you'll remember, we left off Phase 3 with the universe-shattering and repairing events of Avengers Endgame. So let's jump back into things with Phase 4 of the MCU. The Infinity Saga is now over, and our heroes face a strange new world. And if any of these movies or TV shows aren't on Disney+, we'll tell you. If you're one of the folks who is planning to share this viewing order with an MCU newbie in your life, but you don't want to spoil some of the big twists and turns for them, you can check out the written list over on Nerdist.com. So, how do you keep telling superhero stories after an event like Avengers Endgame? Well, for Phase 4, Marvel Studios went back to the drawing board and introduced some new heroes with some great origin stories, but also gave our favorite characters some much-needed therapy. Directly after Avengers Endgame, we follow the 2012 Avengers era Loki we met during Endgame's time heist who ran off with the Tesseract in his very own Disney Plus series titled Loki. This leads to the birth of the multiverse and spawns the next Disney Plus series in our viewing order, the animated What If. It shows some alternate versions of key events in the MCU's history. Coming back to the sacred timeline, we rejoin our favorite characters around three weeks after the fallout of Avengers Endgame to get to the bottom of the mysterious town of Westview in the Disney Plus series WandaVision. Eternals is next up, with producers stating it takes place months after Endgame and around the same time as The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. In the scenes taking place in London, however, there are posters advertising events happening in November and December of 2023, which solidly places it after WandaVision. There's also dialogue from characters like Dane Whitman and Ajak that further cement the post-Endgame and Autumn setting. It's obviously pumpkin spice season. Come on, pumpkin spice. Up next on our viewing order list is the origin story, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It takes place around the time of the Chinese Qingming Festival, referenced by Katie's grandmother, and by Wenwu when the map of Talo is being revealed. This festival, where family members visit the graves of past loved ones to pay their respects, typically takes place in April. So we're setting Shang-Chi in April of 2024. Next up is the Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The streaming service has both this and Shang-Chi swapped in their timeline order, but looking at the events of Falcon Winter Soldier, it's clear that it takes place six to seven months after Endgame in late April and early May of 2024. Thor Love and Thunder brings us up to speed with what Thor has been up to since Endgame, including flying through space with the Guardians of the Galaxy, working on his god bod, and being completely oblivious to what Jane Foster has been going through since they broke up, quote, eight years, seven months, and six days, which sets the events of Love and Thunder in 2024 if they broke up way back in 2015. Spider-Man Far From Home takes place about eight months after Avengers Endgame during the summer of 2024, so it's next on our list. The film was part of phase three of the MCU, coming out in theaters as the direct follow-up to Avengers Endgame and serving as a sort of epilogue to the Infinity Saga. Now, placing it smack dab in the middle of phase four makes the most sense, as this most recent MCU phase has been all about grief and healing after Endgame. 
Next is another web series, this time actually having to do with Spider-Man, yes. Season one of The Daily Bugle can be found on YouTube, and it features characters like J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons, dealing with the aftermath of Spider-Man Far From Home. At this point, more of those awesome Sony films come into play, where after the events of Far From Home, we see Eddie Brock, aka Venom, actually pop up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the first time in Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It's currently streaming on Stars as of this record. Spider-Man No Way Home picks up right where Far From Home left off and carries through into the winter of 2024. Some major characters from outside the Marvel Cinematic Universe or variants of those characters make appearances in the film. So get ready for a lot of Spider-Man payoff, baby. No Way Home is currently streaming on Stars, also as of this recording. The second season of The Daily Bugle web series can be watched on TikTok of all places. TikTok. And it talks about the events of Spider-Man No Way Home after the secret identity of the hero Spider-Man has been revealed to the world, but then it's erased. You know what time it is. The latest Sony film Morbius is up next as it intersects with some of the events of Spider-Man No Way Home. Where this will land in the future of the MCU or the separate Sony's Spider-Man universe is anyone's guess, but Morbius is currently streaming on Netflix. Go get morbed. The last batch of The Daily Bugle shorts, also on TikTok, cover the events of the film Morbius, so there you go, watch those too, I guess. A few clues in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness let us know that it takes place not long after the majority of the events in Spider-Man No Way Home in the fall of 2024. So that's why Multiverse of Madness comes next in our viewing order before we get to the more wintry entries of 2024. Our first full winter of 2024 project is the Disney Plus series Hawkeye, which sees the introduction of fan favorite character, Kate Bishop. But hold on, we're only gonna watch the first three episodes before taking a break and pressing play on our next entry. Black Widow, the founding Avengers solo film takes place almost entirely in the year 2016, right after the events of Captain America Civil War, but we're placing it here because of a post credit scene taking place in 2024 and setting up the rest of the events of Hawkeye. In that aforementioned post credit scene, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine assigns Natasha Romanoff's sister, Yelena, her next target, Clint Barton, which ties nicely back into Hawkeye. Now we can join the ongoing MCU story for the rest of the season, episodes four, five, and six, and that's gonna wrap up the year 2024 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The first entry set in the year 2025 is the Disney Plus series Moon Knight. It's mostly its own thing, not really directly connected to the larger MCU, but thanks to Disney Plus placing it after Hawkeye on their timeline, we can at least use that as a basis for where it would go. And also the fact that Khonshu-eyed fans were tracking the moon cycles in the show to determine when in the calendar year it took place and concluded it was the spring of 2025. Very nice. June of 2025 is when the events of the Disney Plus series Ms. Marvel mostly take place, based on clues from signage around AvengerCon, as well as characters discussing celebrating the holiday Eid al-Adha, which is in June of that year. So enjoy this delightful series that sets up the Marvels. 
The events of the Disney Plus series She-Hulk Attorney at Law actually take place over the course of a few months, but towards the end seem to occur in August of 2025 based on various clues with dates scattered around the show. So we're placing the entire season here as it works really well together. And August is a perfect time of year for a backyard Los Angeles Fast and Furious style cookout. Black Panther Wakanda Forever opens with characters we love like Shuri and Queen Ramonda dealing with the tragic loss of King T'Challa in the year 2024, then skips forward to one year later in 2025. It's a beautifully moving story of love and loss, and the movie wraps up its events by September of 2025, so we're placing it here. And it's now streaming on Disney+. Towards the end of 2025, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special on Disney+, Plus, taking place around Christmas. Pretty self-explanatory, it's a holiday special. And it will probably tie into the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, so don't miss it. And even though the Disney Plus special presentation, Werewolf by Night, makes an excellent spooky Halloween time watch, it's actually mostly set after the Guardians holiday special, based on, you guessed it, moon cycles. Ulysses Bloodstone was slain on the last full moon of the year, which sets that in early December before his body was crammed into a coffin. Then Jack mentions that the next full moon is in five days, which would be January 3rd, 2026. So that means the majority of the events in Werewolf by Night happen around December 29th, going into the 30th. And now... We are finished. It's over. The ideal viewing order for all four phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Holy shit. I can't believe we did it. What am I supposed to do with my time now? Um, I guess watch all of these again. But tell us, what do you think? Do you have a preferred way to watch the MCU? What's your all-time favorite entry from the franchise? And which franchise would you like to see a viewing order for next? Star Trek? Star Wars? What else? Star Trek, Terminator, Time Cop, Time After Time. Quantum Leap? Wrinkle in Time, Somewhere in Time. Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine. Let us know in the comments below. Thank you so much for watching, and for the very best in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com. <laughs>